Before noon, for yeah, that's Stop. saying because then, then no way that Sethan will wake up before noon. True, for. true. I actually am a, my daughter's. I was about person. to say you, you, you do wake up before noon for your daughter that's most true. days, but you're the only person Sethan will Thanks, wake up. Thanks. Yeah, Thanks. that makes me feel good, including his daughter. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah, he won't but. get out of bed for her. <laughs> yeah, so we have Bob here, and we're happy to have him back. And Bob. yeah, it feels like I was just here. <laughs> just yesterday just yesterday but no it's really yeah it's good to be here um and i'd like to welcome one of my and i say one of my favorite people in the world it's my brother bill Yay. um so bill is joining us via f- phone facetime um it's kind of an interesting connection set up here it's but i'm um, trying this so yes. <laughs> i think it's hard to phase him he's a a a radio personality in kankakee illinois he has a morning show um from six to nine on uh, a, a country radio station, which I don't know the name of. He'll tell you. Um, Thanks, Bob. That's a good good build-up. <laughs> X-Country. Say that again? It's uh, WXNU in Kankakee. WXNU in Kankakee. There we go. And it's probably, it's just the, the, the first job that he'll wake up and do in a day. Um, he goes from there to Kankakee High School, where he is in charge of marketing and public relations and social media. Nice. Yeah, cool. Um, and auto racing announcer, auto racing announcer. Yeah. Um, awesome. um uh, kind of part-time artist <gasps> and, uh, dad and uh, basketball player. Wow. Nice. Yeah. yeah. What league? Basketball player. What yeah, league are you in? That. What, what was that? What basketball league are you in? Well, I just play in a Monday night league, <laughs> four on four. Okay. Uh, stri- strictly guarded secret how much time is actually spent playing basketball. Oh, okay. Got uh, you. Upstairs at a bar. Nice. All right. <laughs> Very cool. So the top secret league. All right. <laughs> the top secret league that plays in the basement at the Knights of Columbus. Oh, We've talked about the Knights of yeah. Columbus. Party, yeah. The funeral party. And so what is your uh, morning show about? The morning show, I used to have a talk show, which was three hours of talk. Wow. Which you can relate with. Um, <laughs> but now I have, a, I, I'm a co-host of the country show in Kankakee on X Country for people who used to like country, I think, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. It's X Country. And, That's uh, funny. It is, it is a lot of fun. And um, it just is a great way to start your day. There's no uh, <laughs> There's no just easing into the day when you host a morning radio show. You're like, hey, I'm on. I'm here. Oh, We're yeah. having fun. Yeah, Six what time? In the morning. Yeah. Oh, God. What time do you have to get up? Um, I don't know. It depends if I'm doing something uh, athletical before, like uh, <laughs> trying to do something like that. Yeah, like playing usually, basketball. Usually late fours. Yeah, <laughs> oh, four God. something. Maybe five something if I'm Yeah, uh, I've, Bill, I've been getting up at 3.30. That's ridiculous. Yeah, so I, I get to Atlanta by five fifteen. Wow. Work out, work out until six fifteen. Go to work at six thirty. 
I don't. It's how to do it. It's it's like <laughs> sleeping. Like sleeping is just kind of. I don't know. You, you can have you can do a lot of stuff, but the first thing you usually cut out is sleep. True. Sleeping is yeah. like a death's cousin, right? <laughs> <laughs> it oh, really it is. is. That's why people say I'll sleep when I'm dead. Mm. Uh-huh. Yep, sleep is um, week. Then I'm really going to enjoy death. It's going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> Good like news, that. guys. Bill, I was showing them the milk jeans yesterday. And I was, t- I was explaining to them that like I have what I think is a really good idea like once every six months. Um, but I was telling them that you have a pretty good idea or, or at least you put it to execution more often than I do. Um, oh. And I was going to show them that stuff you sent, you sent for them. Oh, yeah. Can you do that? What? 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 <laughs> okay. Build, build up to it, though. Like when you describe okay. your art, like how do you describe it? So, I, I don't know. I just do what I feel like doing, usually. Nice. And so, I took, like, at one point, the outline of Illinois, and I just started, like, drawing, like, bands that were from Illinois. That's awesome. And I made this piece of art about it. And, I don't know, people like it. And um, I made it into t-shirts and all this other stuff. But um, I did one for Bob. I think he's going to share with you. That is uh, Georgia. <gasps> oh, and, how cool. Uh, bands oh, from my Georgia. gosh. Wait, this and is it's for a, us? It's a... Dupe, it's a it's a print of the original, so it's not like as great as it is in real life in the original version. But um, I hope I didn't make too many mistakes, and uh, there isn't anything like glaring that I left off. Oh my but, god! This is awesome. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so I I had some input too on who got included. That is incredible. <laughs> that is really. Great. I love this so much. So you got to start describing. You're on a podcast, Casey. You got to start describing oh, this. Sorry, yes. I'm not okay. So it is. This we'll take a picture of it for the for the blog. Yeah, but it's from. Well, it's not. From, it's from. Let me start that one over. Wow, <laughs> that just went down in a fiery crash. Um, Do you want me to explain? <laughs> thank you. It's the state of Georgia, and like he said, it has all the bands, but it's like really cool, different fonts and colors, and I'm not. It's a it. it's a painting with just words. Thank you. It's a painting with just words on it. It's a word but, painting in the shape of Georgia that's all band names perfect. from yeah. Georgia. I and love it. I, there's like... <laughs> you know, Bill, Kay, Casey runs around. You know, that's what in our family, when you hang out with people, you run around with them. Yeah, that makes me sound like I'm a whore. Yeah, you go places with, like Kishibashi and of yeah. Montreal. Yeah, yeah. So oh, wow. you could, you could, I got more. You got give more. them a copy. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny. So it's it's not like sorry. I'm gonna set this down. It's not like you're really friends with them. You've been well, lying. It's yeah. It's I was all lying. It's not like we. Um, She's a great liar. I don't know. We. My child was born around the time that the two of the members of of Montreal also had a child at the same time. So we were in a birth class with them, and it I had totally forgotten that one of my like old friends from college was um their like belly dancer on stage of of Montreal. And so we were in this birth class and this guy was introducing himself and I was like, I know you from somewhere and then it just clicked. I was like, oh my God, are you Liz's brother? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. So then after, you know, the weird like first three months of being like I'm a parent I don't know how to have friends and I can't leave my house because I'm covered in breast milk and (laughs) baby poop (laughs) once that passed we started hanging out and they're like inseparable so I'm always at um, David Barnes who is an incredible artist I'm 
either always with his wife or Matt's wife. And we do like Thanksgiving with them sometimes. And they're awesome. The Wheelers and the Barneses. Cool. Great people. Yeah. So, so you I didn't aren't going to show them this thing because you don't know them that well. What? This thing? Yeah. Oh, I'll show them. Oh, good. Definitely. I definitely show them. <laughs> but so I didn't even know Kishibashi was like a... And I'm pretty into music, but I didn't know who he was. And they were like, oh, yeah, this is Kay. And I was like, hi, Kay. And it wasn't until later that um, I realized that he was a thing. I was like, oh, he was at Thanksgiving. We were with his parents at Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) No idea. So, yeah. Nice guy. Well, Bob did a good job of making sure I included, you know, the real stuff. I love it. People that, if you're Georgia, you would know. Listen, Bill, this is one of the coolest things I think I've ever gotten. So, thank you so much. I keep looking at it, and now... We're silent on a podcast. And yeah, so, so we've yeah. got to yeah, set it down. <laughs> yeah, but it's also ADD. So. Extremely <laughs> so. ADD. Yeah, and it's early, and I only took half my dose. So this is going to be but a it, fun ride. <laughs> it's strange to do things like that with people who are really into music. Like the one I did for Illinois, like, I didn't realize I'd get such a hard time about it because if you leave one person Yeah, yeah. Off, people get yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's like yeah. You had some kind of you know capital offense. You know who gave yeah. him a lot of crap? You offended them. You did. Yeah. You did. <laughs> so then he had to, he had to add John Prine to the very top of Illinois. Oh wait, I don't see <laughs> yeah. Graham Parsons. There's no Graham Parsons. Anymore. Oh yeah. Well, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the uh, no. No what? Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. No? Let me look. Okay. Okay. Let's see, let's see. A lot of people don't know that Graham Parsons was from Georgia, though. He from, from our hometown. Cross, yeah. Georgia. Oh. Yeah. See, Bill, you're catching so Get a <laughs> Sharpie. But it's okay. <laughs> no, to be fair, yeah, I, I like There's it. a lot of great Just artists fun. from Georgia, so I understand. Like, it's hard to find like, them all on there. We're sure. not on there. Where is Casey and Laura? <laughs> Bill, we need a new one. <laughs> we need a new one. We can, and, we can annex a little bit of Georgia. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of Florida. Florida. Yeah, you can yeah. They don't, won't know. Do we can add in a barrier island, like Cumberland yeah. Island over here. Like, Same we Simon. <laughs> we got, yeah. oh. Just don't put us in Florida, please. <laughs> don't you know anything about Georgia? The Georgians hate Florida. <laughs> and Alabama. <laughs> Go dogs. Um, anyway, so, so I already like you, Bill. Um, I didn't you. think I didn't think there'd be a problem there. <laughs> but I... Uh, having gotten to get to know Bob a little bit, I feel like I know y'all's dad uh, pretty well. And that's kind of strange to say posthumously that I know someone that I've never met, but because of his writing yeah, that I've been reading a lot of, um, just like digging deep through the dailyjournal.com and reading all these <laughs> hilarious articles, I'm like, wow, I feel like I know him. And I told, I read... A line that was like after his funeral, they had published, I, I forget what it was called, but it was basically like remembering him. And it ended with the line that said, um, any story about him basically brings a smile and a laugh, or usually it's accompanied by a smile and a laugh. And I was like reading this, sitting in a doctor's office, waiting room, like taking notes for this podcast. And I, uh, I noticed that I was literally smiling like ear to ear, this big smile, looking like an idiot in the waiting room. And I was like, that is great. Cause that's, he, I feel like that I know him and I'm laughing with him. And, um, I told Bob, I was like, what an honor to have been his son. Yeah. So yeah, same goes for you. I mean, yeah. I think that's the coolest thing. And I think that, 
Y'all probably learned a lot from him and probably got a lot of your sense of humor and artistic abilities. Yes. From him. So, yeah, I want to talk a little bit about your dad. Yeah. Um. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, while we're here. But, yeah. no, hang on, can I mention real quick, he would he would have come on this show, I'm sure. Oh, I'm, I, I, like I said, I'm like, oh, I'm sure, like, I know the guy, but I really feel like he probably would have. But hopefully, I don't know. Hopefully we well, and, and he would have been so excited about it that he would have called each of us separately <laughs> and started the conversation kind of as if he, we already knew about the Funeral Stories podcast. So I'm doing the Funeral Stories podcast. So what should I talk about? I got. All right, let's start like this. About. I got a stupid idea. I got, got kind a of a stupid idea. <laughs> what do you think of this? Oh my god! Yeah, but there are so many things like that we do like now in Kankakee that were just him kind of behind the scenes bugging us into doing <laughs> I, a few years ago we had an artist in residence come and like stay in Kankakee for the summertime and it was he made it so it was my idea but really it was him like just pushing it and like writing newspaper stories about it and uh, we had an artist for the summer and we renovated an apartment space inside in, in the upstairs like third floor of the Knights of Columbus that's amazing <laughs> basketball and but it was all because he said this is gonna make a great story let's do it and there were just so that. many things like that um this this uh holiday season I I'm gonna uh do my role of George Bailey in It's a Wonderful Life oh wow we, mm-hmm. we do like a radio style version of that that's incredible it, it's really fun. That is. And uh, it's like dinner theater, and people actually pay a lot of money to come see it. Hell yeah. And it's all because my dad just said, I said, you guys should do this. And then other friends started talking about it, saying, yeah, you should do this. <laughs> and just talking things And next into thing you know, you're doing reality. it. So we see where you get your ideas from. Yeah, an ideas man. Yeah. <laughs> but that's funny, too. I mean, I'm just an ideas man. <laughs> I don't actually do it. Once every six months. Once every six months. <laughs> So you, you made milk jeans. Yeah, yeah. So. we got to move on from that, though. No, after we make it's money. Like, and after we record our <laughs> promo spot yeah. immediately after this episode. Yeah. So, you Bill, milk jeans are now the leading sponsor of this podcast. <laughs> what, what, tell me about milk jeans. Oh, uh, so milk jeans. Yeah. It's just a, it's, it's um, repurposed size 3T jeans with the legs cut off. Where the legs were, those holes are filled with washcloths. And oh, it, yeah, your milk jeans. Yeah, yeah you, you slip, that. You yeah. slip, that, <laughs> slip oh, the, yeah, the milk, milk carton jeans. into the jeans. I thought yeah, you were going to say great. silly idea, and I was like, don't. Don't act like you're not taking this seriously. See, that's the thing. I, I need people around me to keep me excited. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, I got three pair. My mom is going to restitch them. Yeah, Bill, she's got, the, she's got two shorts and a, and skirt. a skirt. Yeah, really milk excited. Milk skirt. Wow. Yeah, I think we're gonna replace the washcloth. Part. And we obtained the real milk jeans uh, Instagram account yesterday. So go there for the newest and latest. Real milk jeans. That's great. Uh, I love yeah. it. So anyway, so <laughs> that was just a little quick promo spot. Yeah. So we didn't even have to cut away. No. That was so natural. And, and while we're, we're back. And while we're at it, donate to our Patreon at patreon backslash funeral stories. Yes. Is that what it is? I don't know. Just search for funeral stories uh, on Patreon.com. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. I want to hear a little bit about your dad. And I want you to, we'll obviously talk about, you know, life after your dad and your, the funeral and then your actual like 
inner funeral, if you will, and how you've been dealing with it, but and your your grief and all that. But I want to know a little bit about your dad from y'all's point of view, like being his son, because everyone can read his articles, everyone can get an idea of who he was. But what was it like to have him as a dad? Um, Bill, go first. Bill's older. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. My my experience with him was a little different because I lived here in Kankakee and was like a working adult with him. Yeah. So a lot of what I remember now is like me as a grown up. Yeah. And interacting with him. And, you know, um, just because I worked in downtown Kankakee and my dad worked in downtown Kankakee and we just like see each other. And I could see from like, I, I you know, his walk. So I could see someone walking down the sidewalk a block ahead. Oh yeah, there's dad. Okay. Well, I'm going to drive up here and I'm going to park here. We're going to talk about some things. And, um, but he was, uh, you know, as far as like somebody who did like a radio show, like if I ever needed like a few minutes to, Oh my goodness, what am I going to fill this time with? Mm-hmm. I would, you know, just invent that I had a, a super secret phone line into the daily <laughs> journal offices and we're going to see what's in the paper today with Dennis Shanka. And, uh, so we do this, things like that. He'd be totally like just ready. You was, wouldn't have to give him any like prodding. He's like, yep, I got three things to talk about. Was there any <laughs> idea? He was like, that's a bad idea. We uh, let's not do that. I don't like, did he ever say no? <laughs> no um, every once in a while, he's, he'd kind of turn you in a better direction. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, and I think, that kind of came from the experience of doing things in the newspaper, but sure. man, and doing it in like a way that, that doesn't. Yeah. As I got a little older, it was like he got younger, <laughs> and I, or he just didn't care what people thought of what Good. he was saying anymore. Yeah. So he would. That's my goal. You know, he would while I was doing the racetrack announcing, he was writing the stories for the the speedway, and he would just say the most ridiculous things to the drivers in the pits afterwards. <laughs> And people loved talking to him. It was like, oh, my goodness, <laughs> Dad, you can't say that. <laughs> like, he would say to people, and this was my one of my favorite lines of his that I don't know if your podcast is ready for it. I imagine it is. Probably. He probably. would say, after somebody was racing, and they had, they had done pretty well, but they had made a few great laps, and then something happened. And my dad said to him, just a couple people, didn't use this line all the time. You didn't want to wear it out. But he'd say, so you were doing great there, and then it looked as if you got your boner caught in the steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> and, and sometimes he'd even That's use not where I thought that was going. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my goodness, Dad. These guys, he's obviously not happy with how he did. And then you said he got his boner caught in the steering wheel. Because he got so excited yeah, by the few good. good laps he done. That's amazing. <laughs> also, he wow. He didn't care about it. He's like, yeah. <laughs> And then you just run their answer. So, <laughs> so Casey has problems with Southern phrases. I think that's one you can get right every time. Yeah. yeah. It looks like you got your boner cut. Cut. Nope. Nope. nope she can't boner. do it. Damn it. Okay. You should have you. never had any conflicts Looks like you me. got your wiener stuck in the headlight. That's like where Casey looks like would go with that. Looks like your dick's on fire. <laughs> 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 Looks like you got your boner caught in the steering wheel. Yeah. That's, that's like that's a that's, Midwestern phrase that I'm now making a Southern phrase. <laughs> it's the title it. of this show. <laughs> yeah, right. Looks like you got your. Oh my god! Then people are gonna think that's how your dad died. Uh, so oh we god. can't do this. No, though. No, that that will make. Would like to have said that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I don't think I've ever actually bounced up and down and with excitement on my podcast. I'm over here like that's hilarious. Oh my god. 
Oh, yeah, I think that's the name of the show. Sorry, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so, Bob, what do you want to say about Oh, yeah, so I would go the opposite then and say, you know, like, for me, I moved out of Kankakee in 1999. Okay, and when so, I was 12. Yeah, and so Nine. we haven't lived in the same town for a long time, but um, I don't feel like that distance... I mean, sure, it would have been great, and I think there'd be a lot more memories, but, like, what we have and, like, what I look back on is still pretty, that much, you know, it's still special. Um, but the visits of him coming to see us in Seattle, when my wife and I lived in Seattle, and we went to, um, we could take him out to a show, you could pretty much do anything, anything with him. Um, went to see an actual Tigers show. That oh. was, Bill turned me on to that band, and... Um, I know actual Tigers. You do? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's a good band, and yeah, um, he enjoyed it, and he talked about that for a long time. Um, then he came to visit in Zambia, which we talked about, yeah. um, and just getting, as as an adult, those kind of, kinds of experiences with him, but I think, like, kind of sentimentally, like, I think he he taught us how to be just good people. Like, one of the things that I look back on was, you know, when we were kids and, and you wanted to sit in the front seat, you couldn't shotgun yourself into the front seat. You had to <laughs> shotgun Bill. I had to say, shotgun Bill. Bill gets front because I I put I was the first one to say it. I put Bill in the front seat. Oh. And so the next time you had to hope that somebody else was looking out for you. So it kind of, it was just like these little things they did <laughs> to like interesting wow. concept. to make yeah. you know that you're just you know you're just part of something yeah. like that's well, that's big and cool and community. Don't be a jerk. Yeah. 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 <laughs> don't be a jerk. Don't, a jerk. Yeah. don't put your boner in the steering wheel. Yeah. <laughs> the proverbial boner. In the yeah. proverbial steering wheel. <laughs> and, and, well, and the thing that kind of goes along with that, Bob, was that um, I think especially kind of later in life, he would write stories in the newspaper not as much about, you know, they gave him some pretty free reign to do what he wanted. And he had kind of told me that he wrote stories for people who needed stories, who like there was something going on with them that they kind of needed somebody to appreciate what they were doing. So it was... Uh, I don't know. I, I really, I like that kind of philosophy that being just looking out for people. And then those people, it was amazing. I know you haven't really gotten to the funeral parts of it yet, but like those people would come to, came to the wake and just like introduce themselves to me. Just Aww, your dad wrote a story wake. about me and he was my friend then from then Aww. on. So yeah. that was the, li- the line I liked was turning. He turned ordinary people into heroes, I think. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So as Bill started talking about the the newspaper stories, I, I have that I have one that's been laminated from the time that he came to Zambia and and wrote. Uh, I think he submitted about a story every day, and so he managed to spend ten days in Zambia and not take any leave time. I think. Oh wow! <laughs> because yeah. he was being paid yeah, for. He was, it. He yeah, was yeah, working. He's getting and content. like, yeah, a lot of times growing up, we were able to do things that we may have not otherwise been able to do because you know he was going to write a story about it. Yeah. So. yeah. You know, it's funny, and I totally forgot this until now. My grandfather used to write for the local newspaper, and he would take my mom and aunt and uncle on cross-country road trips, like, every summer. He drove to, like, Alaska, like, ten times in his life. He took them to the World's wow. Fair in Canada, and he would send back articles to the yeah. newspaper, and I'd totally forgotten he did that. I don't know that he got paid for them, but... Yeah, but he (laughs) changes the way, like when I go to events, like sporting events or concerts or whatever I'm doing, like I've always remember going to those things with my dad. And then after it, you'd go and talk to the people who were involved, whether it was stock car races or basketball or football, 
you like would just go and talk to the coach. <laughs> I would be, every <laughs> once in a while kind of tag along with that or talk to the people who were involved in whatever was going on. And it's hard now to go to a concert or to go to a sporting thing and think like, oh, well, that's it. It's over. I don't I'm not going to like chat with the people about it like <laughs> with my dad. And you had oh. to pay admission. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not a plus when, one. Yeah. He would go to concerts in Chicago with friends of his and they'd load up in the car and say, oh, before we go, we're going to run to the newspaper. Everybody's getting a press pass. Nice. <laughs> nice. And everyone is, uh, is, is talking to somebody backstage afterwards. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's a good, good, good friend to have. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so anything else before we get into the meat? No. No? Oh, good. Yeah, we can get into the meat of it. Okay, first of all, I was curious, what is the age difference between you two? I'm 41. Okay. And Bill. I'm 42. Oh, is that it? Well, he's going to be 43. He's going to be 43. So y'all December. are like almost Irish twins. Not quite. Not Irish. quite. Not quite. But we were a year apart in school. Yeah. Yeah. So close. Okay. Close. Cool. I don't know why. How younger? Well, is... I mean, he he's almost two years. So this there's a few months here where we're one year apart. Okay. Yeah. But okay. I look younger. Yeah, he looks. He looks like twenty. I know. I was about to say it was uh, shocking. Um, you're the little brother, Bill. Um, <laughs> sorry, Bob. Um, yeah. Okay. So your dad died in August 2016, correct? Yeah. Okay. And do you want to tell me? We can start with you, Bob, or you, Bill. Whoever wants to go first. Where you were? What yeah, I'll just doing. Tell, yeah. I can tell a quick story about that. Like I was in. I will live in in Athens here. Okay. Right, you knew that. Yeah, I know that because. Well, I, I was visiting there because I was working with my mother-in-law, who has a business selling steak and potatoes, which is at fairs and festivals, which is sort of how I met my wife because my wife's uncle lived across the street from me, and he <laughs> had that business when we were kids. And me and Michelle, we worked together during the summers. Okay. Anyway, we still work together when her mom puts on that show once a year. Okay. Well, we go back there to do that, and I was able to hang out with my dad, and he watched John one day that weekend, and I left a pair of shoes at his house, and I went back to get the shoes on, that would have been like Saturday, uh-huh. and just jumped, stopped by, John and I were in the car, I was on my way to my sister's house, and grabbed the shoes, and he comes out, and he's like, hey, you want to go get ice cream? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, I'm going to Betsy's. He's like, yeah, let's go to St. Anne, which is kind of on the way to Betsy's house. Okay. And um, he didn't want to drive. He's like, how about you drive? Huh. Like, okay, that's not really on the way for me to come back. <laughs> yeah. But I'll do that. And so me, me, John, and Dad went to St. Anne, sat outside. I don't know why he wanted to go to St. Anne. But um, he, we sit outside, and he and John just laugh about, stuff you know yeah. like john's two i think at that time and talking and yeah making funny name you know calling himself a name that anyway yeah doing, doing name games yeah. just being funny um i remember i was talking to dad about um the uh oh man the i'm trying it's to think gone. what what is the bill what's the car that's half car half truck El Camino. El Camino. So we're talking about El Caminos, and I and so the question is, Bill, is it, are El Caminos cool? Of course they are. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So yeah, he he confirmed that too, and he he was tell, <laughs> telling me about how he used to have an El Camino. Anyway, we just had this great time at, going out for ice cream, and I drove him home, and that was the last time that that I was 
together with him and because wow. he passed away two two days after wow. that. Oh wow! So it was like this, and and that's sort of how he did things. Like he'd take a very normal, a normal experience, a normal thing, and make it special. So. Um, and how you are like I don't know you were home yeah and I was home and you're not normal and so and so yeah and so he um, he had something like a heart attack at home ended up in the hospital that Monday morning Um, we thought he was going to be okay and everyone had gathered at the hospital but then he kind of just went downhill fast I I mean I don't know how else to how else medically to describe it other than other than that Um, but um I called Bill then because Bill wasn't there. So I mean, uh, that's sort of Bill's story. Bill's story about that weekend is completely different than mine. But um. so where were you, Bill? So I was, and I'm the one who's usually always in Kankakee. Like yeah. I never get, I never leave here. And I was with um, my wife's college friends and their families in Connecticut, and um, I was, you know, I was at, staying at somebody's house. In a, you know, like a camper outside their house. And um, I remember talking to my dad, and he's one of the few people I would answer the phone just on the toilet. Just <laughs> And so I talked to him uh, the day before he died on the toilet. And because uh, he had some questions about an art show going on in downtown Kankakee where there was a guy who turned all these old electronic devices into robots and things moved and he's That's like oh awesome. this is weird i gotta go see this okay i'm gonna i'm gonna go see this i'm gonna call this guy i'm gonna write this story and this is on like a sunday so like i always took that as like you know the motivation of just finding weird things that you know make life more interesting never stopped for him sure is like <laughs> always churning yeah Spin- wheels and, are um, spinning so i i I got the news the next morning when I woke up in a the floor of a camper. Wow. Um, yeah, that um, he was in the hospital. And I don't know. I, I got up that morning, and I really didn't talk to anybody. Um, and I just kind of went and ran around this hoity-toity neighborhood in, uh, mm. in Connecticut. I hope they don't listen to it and hear me call it <laughs> hoity-toity. But it was a pretty, pretty ritzy neighborhood. And just running through that neighborhood and, and knowing, I don't know, oh. I could just feel it, knowing that I was never going to see him again. Oh, oh my yeah. God. That's gut-wrenching. For me, I was in the hospital hopeful, and I talked to this couple, this woman who had said, she was like, we've been here for a week, and I think my son's going to die. Oh, and then, wow. like, then I was like, oh, man, this, this could end really bad. Yeah. yeah, so it was like talking to that woman, and I hugged that woman, and Aww. and then it was like, then it was feel like, then I, I felt almost the same thing. Like, like I was you're like, accepted. Yeah, I was like this. I just don't think this is gonna end well. And yeah. So, so I went home and slept for a little bit because I, I didn't get to the hospital right away. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think yeah, most of this happened like at two in the morning, and oh wow, and so I slept through a bunch of texts and and ended up getting there like at six. Wow. Okay. So. Can we talk a little bit about, I mean, the grief part of that? What were your emotions? What was what was the first thing you remember feeling? Well, for me, like, I mean, we're in a room, um, you know, in the ER. It's probably just ER intensive care at that point. Yeah. Um, and um, his family, his siblings were all there. My siblings, aside from Bill and um, in like brother-in-law and stuff were there um 
But yeah, it was just surreal. It was just yeah. really weird because it, it was just gone. Yeah. Um, but I do, and this, I mean, I remember like just honest to God, like feeling like I was lucky. Like, and that, that emotion hit me right away. Like wow. I didn't have to wait for that. Like, That's great. I kind of felt like I was so lucky, you know, yeah. like this was, if, if this is how it, I, you know, like I didn't, I, I never even really imagined it, Yeah. you know? And like, so it wasn't, yeah, so you I mean, never it was utterly about... shocking, but, but it, the only real emotion I, I was just like, it was extreme loss, but also like gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. That's really i th- i don't know if it's unique but especially when it's sudden yeah and i feel like i bill would probably agree like i feel like we we told each other everything everything that we wanted to say like and my dad was it was was pretty awkward at like saying goodbye because he had, yeah we said goodbye a lot like yeah. i'd get on a plane and know that i wasn't going to be home for six months and one time when we were in africa and i called him to tell him, because I was always telling him, we're just here for a year. We're yeah. here for one more year. And I called him one of those years, and I said, we're staying for another year. And before he hung up the phone, I could hear him say to his wife, oh, they're staying for another year. Aww. And, Aww. like, that kind of killed me. But at the same time, like, face-to-face, he was he had nothing but excitement for yeah. the people that yeah. I was meeting and the stories that I was able to share with them. And, um, and what you were doing. I'm like, sure that yeah. is such a mixed bag for a parent. Like, they want you to live your life and be doing your thing but they miss you there's this one story that i remember and i hadn't really thought about it too much until my when i got uh when i got married and at my rehearsal dinner he told the story but one time we were visiting his mother my grandmother and the last time i saw her we had visited her in the in the um at the nursing home as as i'm leaving i'm going back to the airport he's behind me and this song comes on this um uh, Sophie B. Hawkins song. You know the song? As yeah. I Lay Me Down. And so that's like our dad's favorite song. Really? Well, that comes on the radio as we're walking, as we're as I'm driving out of the nursing home. And so I stop. And, and I was like, I just didn't feel like I said goodbye. Like, it wasn't real. You know, like, yeah. we just would kind of like say, hey, see you later. Like, and I got out and went back and gave him a hug <laughs> and said, you know. And, that, and, and like doing things like that, like, I feel like we both helped each other, like, make that not awkward yeah, yeah yeah and so saying goodbye to him at the end i don't know maybe it had some some connection with all those other times but it was like there was something about it that and having everybody there like sure i mean i felt bad that bill did bill couldn't be there yeah. so um I, I and for me to have not been there i think yeah. would have made it an entirely different experience sure and i hope that doesn't make bill feel worse but bill <laughs> no. has so many no, memories what, of made me feel better was Bob saying when he called me on the phone saying that it was okay that I wasn't there yeah. and that was like it, I don't know if you said better but it, it's you know but I was like hearing him say that totally like at peace with what I was off doing and you know I got to spend uh, more time with my dad than my other siblings did Yeah. so I felt like it's fine it's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of unique, I guess, mm-hmm. that it was so out of the ordinary for you to be there and Bill not be there. Almost very, like very, it needed, I mean, almost like kismet. Yeah, like sort of a meant to be moment there. At the yeah, end. yeah, something, yeah. something. Who knows? And the ice cream trip was almost like I didn't know if he knew that. I don't know. I don't well, and know. the fact that you went out of your way and then came back yeah. to do it. I mean, I guess the thing to take away from that is, you know, you are only. So I heard yesterday we have more. Uh, yesterday's than we do tomorrow 
So, I mean, that we don't know if that's true yeah. or not, but you know, as you, your that was true for your dad in the sense that he was in the autumn of his life already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so I think when you have people that are important to you that are any bit older than you, your parents, your aunts, your grandparents, uncles, whatever, do just, yeah, say, okay, this other thing can wait. And it mm-hmm. sounds like he was the kind of person that took advantage of making a memory wherever yeah. he could. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 Make memories. So, Bill, what what was uh, the first emotion that you had? Oh, um, kind of, you know, of course, like uh, disbelief and just really um, shock over all of it. But I don't know. It was it it was really a strange thing in that um, I kind of thought before in my life, like, what would it be without my dad? Mm -hmm. And I couldn't really imagine it like it wasn't something i was ready to think about and then until it it happened and i don't know it it not that it was easy but like it was easier than i had ever imagined it would be well like like bill was talking about the wake like being there and like there's just so many people to like reassure you that this was a a good person yeah it really was you know i think about like one of my dad's favorite movies and one of mine like Big Fish, where, yeah. like the end of that, where you see everybody and all the stories were true and, you know, yeah. all that sort of stuff. And um, that when someone touched so many people, like, oh, wow. And then there's these people and there's this group of people. Yeah. And there's these people who we didn't even know about. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so that felt really good. Well, do you, I feel like, um, you know, we talk a little bit on the podcast about what Laura's father died when she was 11. And she talks about like whenever somebody shares a photo of her father, um, it it just makes her feel so happy because it's a memory she didn't know about. It's like another memory she yeah. gets to have. Once they die, you don't get any more memories. So mm-hmm. when somebody shares something about them or tells you something about them or shares a picture, a picture of them, yeah. that's like you get a memory that you wouldn't have gotten otherwise. So, so yeah, I can imagine having someone like Dennis as your father you're probably still, you know, two <laughs> years later and probably for 20 years you're or like, the rest I of your life. I never knew that about him. I never knew that he did that or yeah. met this person. Or, going to be hearing yeah. new stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. New memories of him, which is really unique. And I can imagine that's pretty reassuring. Was this the, I guess, most impactful death you've had? Did you have any before that funerals you had gone to of people you were close to, Bill? No, this was, this was, um, yeah, this was it for me. I've had, you know, my their grandparents I think Bob and Ned but this there's never been anything like this yeah so this is the closest person you've lost oh definitely yeah. definitely so y'all uh, made it so close to and into your 40s before losing well I mean we lost an aunt and uncle okay um, yeah. so I think those were impactful yeah. just just in watching you know our, you know our close family yeah. grieve yeah yeah. Um, um, yeah so but but I, 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 yeah I would say um, this is your first like first, real introduction to mm-hmm, grief like mm-hmm. real yeah hard grief mm-hmm. yeah okay so yeah let's talk a little bit about the funeral because I'm sure it was a sight to behold <laughs> uh, to yeah be so I, so um, a couple things during that week one of the things that my um, aunts and uncles started working on was the longest obituary I think wasn't it Bill it was like yeah he wanted to have the longest obituary, so I was going to ask about aside this. Aside <laughs> from aside from what went in the newspaper, there was the 
the full version, which yeah. was given out at the funeral. I, could, I was looking for the program. I think I put it away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty, <laughs> I mean, thorough, I would say. Right, Bill? <laughs> yeah. That was uh, yesterday when I said I had a question. My, I wondered, like, after someone who clearly was so well at capturing the everyday hero and people like who would write his obituary. Oh, so his siblings were right on it. And (laughs) and we all, we all chipped into that. Um, And then one of the things that Bill was able to do with him was, and for his parents, for our grandparents was to dig those graves because our dad grew up digging graves in, in the cemetery in (laughs) Illinois. So, yeah. So he grew up, our grandpa, our grandpa, Bill Yonka, was um, was a superintendent of the cemetery. And so our dad mm-hmm. um, and his, I think probably his cousin and maybe Uncle Paul. Uncle Paul just a little bit. Just yeah. a little bit. Um, would dig graves by hand in the cemetery. Mm-hmm. Um, so when my dad's, our dad's uh, parents passed away, Bill was able to go out and help. And the two of them, right, Bill? It was just the two of you? You can tell yeah, us. Yeah, two, two of us and Terry a little bit and Eldon a little bit. But just really between two and four people on both those jobs. Yeah. yeah, and so um, they quietly did it, and I don't think anybody really knew anything about it. <laughs> yeah. It was just a way to um, to kind of pay respects, I think, yeah. and um, trigger and memories of about, like when you're when you're feeling that way, and you're just and there's other people just sitting around a coffee table, or you know, just mm-hmm. I don't know. There's something about doing physical labor, yeah, that yeah. you know, kind of mm-hmm. transfers that that pain you're feeling into like actual sweat. Mm-hmm. which yeah. I think is kind of a cool thing yeah. and that it was something that um, my grandfather taught my father how to do and then he taught me how to do and um, there is kind of an art to it and mm-hmm. uh, to make sure that it's all square and it's the right depth and um, and for my dad it was never anything that was morbid yeah. it was just no. like just like a landscaping job just like you know, <laughs> yeah. digging something up in the yard we gotta dig a hole and you know, make it right. How deep did you have to dig? Um, you know, what's weird is that my grandfather had a shovel and he would put a notch in the shovel, like kind of in the wood so that you could put the shovel into the ground and you would know, okay, we're deep enough now. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, so we brought that shovel and we dug his grave to know that it was deep enough. Wow. Um, yeah. So we used that, that same shovel for, is um, my my grandmother's, and then I think we even used it on my dad's grave too. So, but you, it's like it's like four and a half feet, something like yeah, that. Okay. It's not six feet like people always yeah. say. Okay, at well, least not in Illinois, not you, not in Chavance. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't get out of a six foot hole. I couldn't get out of a six right. foot hole. I don't you, think. Yeah, you no. have to you have to really try. Yeah, so you, you just you so die we, there. We went from two people to four. Or no, Bill, Bill. Sorry, Bill was two, two or four people, and we went up to what, like seven or eight, I think. With your yeah. dad? Yeah, yeah. So we, my, our sisters were there. I think um, my son was there. Uh, our oldest nephew was there. Um, the cousin, my dad's cousin, Eldon, who was there for, I think uh, he, he kind of knew what he seemed to know, know what he was doing. Yeah, he knew. He, he's done it, done it before too. Um, how, how, um, long before the burial did y'all dig? Oh, a couple days. I think we did that on Wednesday, and the service was on Friday. Okay. Um, we just went out there. There was, I think, it was spray painted, and we just started digging. And I don't think most places would let you do that. Yeah. No. But yeah, we. I but think yeah. we we asked for permission from 
and my dad always knew who the superintendent was and sure. had a connection with him. Have you ever, Laura, have you ever had anyone at your family cemetery dig? I don't know that we've ever had that requested. I would have to find out <laughs> more information. Well, yeah, just ask him if, would you go yeah. with, I mean, would you I mean, it'd be very, de- it'd be, I mean, I would be fine with that, like, as an owner of it, but, you know. I would imagine in South Georgia, the difficulty there would be um, rain, um, oh, because yeah. it's like slop sometimes during slop. the year cemeteries well, i mean you would have to like very be very very careful during like, the floods in albany yeah. uh 436 uh caskets were floating oh, around because they weren't buried deep enough so weren't they in cement bo- like uh, no the, i mean you gotta think this is before oh, long these were, yeah before they before were that, in yeah. what the vaults or whatever the ones um, that washed up were, yeah, yeah 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 and it w- there was no rhyme or reason to, but we'll get into that on another episode. Yeah, Casey's next research topic. So <laughs> one of the, yeah, I would say one of the things that's happened since Bill dug the graves for our grandparents was like the uh, um, social media. So these pictures, Bill, did you see pictures on Facebook of me in a grave? <laughs> of you in a grave with John, my two-year-old <laughs> oh, son. I think so. Yeah. So that's when it got kind of weird because then like worlds collided, like this world that was grieving. All of a sudden, like, got shared with the world that's like just yeah, yeah, going and living and doing their normal thing. Like, so what was normal to us? Like, I think people probably saw that on Facebook and were like, "Oh my god, see, that's, that's ridiculous." That that's what I yeah. love about it is that it's it's not ridiculous, and the way that we kind of handle oh yeah the I, way people process grief and even like the way people judge people's grief feels yeah. very. Um, not human. Not yeah. there's no emotion. There's no empathy there. So, I think if anything, you did exactly what we talk about on this podcast in the sense of like, yes, we need to be talking about this. This needs to be in people's faces, you know, more mm-hmm. than it is. And it's not something that you just do in you know behind closed doors and in dark alleys. <laughs> like it's yeah, it's a very real part of life. We're all gonna die, and then we're gonna. Most of us are gonna leave people that are grieving behind, and. Yeah. I think it's awesome that you did that. Yeah. And it's a funny, I mean, it's a, it's a funny picture. It's just kind of like the, like John is going to look at that picture at some point and just be like, what are you doing? I think he'll look at it and be like, that's kind of cool. But when you're in that grief, you're so just caught up in what's going on. It feels normal. How long did it take y'all? I don't know, man. I will say this, Bill, coming out of there, like our brother-in-law, brother-in-law, Chris, real strong. <laughs> way stronger than me. Like he, he, he was frustrated, way. like watching me shovel. He's like, "Just come on, let me shovel." <laughs> Go build a sandcastle. Like, you're throwing yeah. well, I was, back into I was the good grave. At, at at wheeling the wheelbarrows away. Okay, and that was kind of a symbolic thing too, because I, yeah. you know, as I'm doing that, and that I, I'm kind of going out by myself, like yeah. dumping this thing that's pretty heavy, and think, and like that's what we do as kids. Like yeah. we before I before first grade or second grade, I remember. Bill and I got up early and we went and we were laying a sidewalk somewhere with my dad's dad. Yeah. And trying to lift stuff that was way too heavy for us. Yeah. Um, And so, like Bill said, like going out and sweating and then um, drinking beer and hanging out. So y'all kind of turned it into a celebration. Yeah, it was a nice, it was a a good, I mean, it was a good afternoon. Yeah. 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 So that's awesome. And I think it's kind of weird to be able to say like that, I think it's because we did something like that, that yeah, it was a good day. I think that's awesome. Hey, Bill, do you remember? What about the case of beer, the cooler of beer? We lost a cooler of beer that day. <laughs> yeah, we lost a cooler. I, I, know, that's that's like, that's. Ab- Go ahead. That was different about this one as opposed to the ones I did with dad that were kind of low key. 
not saying we didn't have beer afterwards, <laughs> but they were, um, it, yeah, it was just, it was really quiet out there, and we just kind of, it wasn't nearly as many people, you know, yeah. but it was, it was still, it was great in a different way, except for the losing all the beer. I don't know where <laughs> yeah. We lost it, yeah, in the middle of nowhere. So we did, and it must have fallen out of the truck, and, you know, we just wanted to make it you know into something kind of cooler than maybe just losing beer there <laughs> it made its way to the people that work at the cemetery somehow and they got yeah. to drink it oh yeah <laughs> so but i'm sure you had enough other beer yeah there wasn't a shortage <laughs> there was more there's there's always more um okay so digging the grave it turns into kind of a party <laughs> or yeah. a celebration you yeah, finish and, and yeah we ended up at the bar that is in the same town that he he lived in okay. um, where he's drank himself around the world. I think but he and my brother would go there, drink beers until they got their name on the wall. And so he and Bill are both on the wall there. So it it's fitting us, it that... It took us many, many years. Yeah. It was fitting that we, we went there after and, and kind of had fun and talked. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah, from there... Um, I think that I think from there it was like pretty traditional like wake and funeral. Um and- didn't you have a like a, I guess a celebration afterwards? Yeah, there was a bill. And did you did you write the eulogy, Bill? Yeah. Yeah. So Bill wrote and delivered the eulogy, <laughs> wow. which was really good. Wow, that I can't imagine. Yeah, I how difficult do that. that would be. Um, oh. I actually couldn't imagine not having something to work on. Yeah. Like, that to me, you know, um, getting some input from other people, and then you know. Um, for me, I needed something to, to do. Sure. And I wasn't getting up to do the radio show for a few days there, and I wasn't going to my regular job, so it was nice to have something to I, uh, work on. And yeah. I don't know, maybe, I think it turned out okay, but <laughs> I, I really didn't worry so much about that because I, I think, feel like it was what I needed, so. Well, it's almost like it was your, your last job with your dad. Yeah. yeah. Your final collaboration. <laughs> so I um, found the la- the line the last line in the obituary, if I can read that. Mm-hmm. So um, it says, Dennis died on August 15, 2016, as a result of complications of heart arrhythmia. We were told that when his blood pressure crashed, his heart had shrunk to 25% of its original size. Clearly, he'd put his heart into everything he had done, and he had done so much. Mm. I think that's really sweet. That's, that's perfect. Sweet. I wish we had the rest of it. Mm. The, I'm sure it can be hard to find, right? Oh. No, you can look them up online. What the yeah. Well, the on. long obituary. Oh, the long, oh. The the long, long version. <laughs> that ran in the paper? Yeah. That's no, the long version did not run in the oh, paper. Oh, it didn't? Okay, uh, okay. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. I'm looking over notes. I'm sorry that I'm doing this because it oh. should have been more. But then Bill helped throw a big party afterwards at the Knights of Columbus. So this show, <laughs> your party this show be. should be sponsored by the Knights of Columbus. Yeah, no, yeah. We'll do a live, a live recording from there. We'll be like, listen, we have the Yonkas with us, the Grave Diggers. <laughs> I really feel like the uh, whole idea of a funeral stories podcast would be something our dad would have just loved the idea. He would be sending you stories. Uh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. but, but he was, you know, growing up digging graves and mowing yeah. cemeteries and doing all that sort of stuff that was around the world of uh, funerals. Bereavement. I think would have really related. Yeah. Well Didn't he take him. a nap in a morgue? What? 
I was yeah. I was gonna ask so from him. I'm sure he had stories. Do you remember him telling you any stories from there when was he one was at, a grave digger? Well, at Northern Illinois, that. he had a job that he he figured out that he could sleep <laughs> in the receiving area. I don't know. What it, do you remember that story, Bill? Maybe I should no, just not tell that one. <laughs> I think he took a nap during a. He was working at Northern over Christmas, and there was some place he shouldn't have been, but he found that he could sleep in there <laughs> while he should have been working. Anyway, oh my god! Yeah, he'd have he'd have lots of stuff to talk about. So yeah. I uh, this is kind of not off topic, but it was something you had wrote about, and I loved this quote. Um, and it talks about how he was struck by the obituaries page, mm-hmm. and he says, um, it says. In April 2015, struck by the obits page, Yanka paused to reflect on how death seems so arbitrary. The lack of connections is what fascinates me, he wrote. It just doesn't matter how long we lived or what we accomplished. It doesn't matter if we made our beds in the morning or if we ate too much ice cream. We all fall in an unseen line for our final departure. As orderly as we might try to make our life, the checkout is a random work of art. I think that's a Mm -hmm. beautiful, Mm -hmm. beautiful quote. Um, And also... If we ate too much ice cream, do you think he ate yeah. too much ice cream? <laughs> yeah, so they do. Bill's been doing, and most of and my siblings do a thing, and even cousins. Like uh, on the anniversary of his death this year, they just go buy dilly bars Aww. from <laughs> from Dairy Queen and just go give them away. Oh, that's awesome! That's, I get on, I get on my bike with a backpack full of them, and I my challenge is to give them all away before they melt. And so uh, instead of feeling, um, you know, and really it. it there's a lot of days when it really is, isn't good. You know, I really, really miss him. Yeah. And so I kind of challenged myself to sort of do some of the things that he would do. Like, well, if you're not feeling good, go do something about it. Yeah. Uh, get on your bike and get a whole bunch of dilly bars and um, give them away before they melt. And I try to go and find people that knew him and um, give those away. And it is, uh, it's, I want to do it every day because it's really a lot of fun. <laughs> Eventually, like, you're not at work. You're Your wife would be like, "How much money are you spending?" Dil- what is the dilly bar budget? <laughs> well, the shock on people's faces is just wonderful. When they don't know who you are, you're just riding up to them on a bike, and they're on a construction scene, and you're giving them dilly bars. And, uh, and I, I feel like that's kind of something my dad would be like, "Yeah." That's a good way to spend a day. Well, yeah, it, 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 the lack of what lack of connections is what fascinated him. So I think it's he was creating connections across really the world, um, getting to know people, letting everyone that read the paper know ordinary people. So I think that that is something he probably would have done. Yeah, yeah, and I think he was good at like being able to turn off whatever was whatever it was in going on in his mind or his life and just being able to focus on other people and um, not getting caught up in the politics of a situation or whether, you know, being annoyed by people, just going and just being open to people. And I think we can probably all learn a little bit from that because I know sometimes there's, there's so many times when we just don't want to have to deal with people. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on with us. And um, he was good at that. Yeah. And like spending time on the things that you can change, like yeah. things that you have some control over. Yeah. That's where you should yeah. spend your, yeah. Cause, and personally, I never saw him get worked up or mad. I mean, and, but I talked to my stepmother who says, yeah, he got mad, <laughs> um, but he, he kept such a cool demeanor with his kids and, yeah. um, 
people that yeah that pretty much everybody I, I like at the funeral like yeah people say like nobody can say a bad thing um i'm sure comment sections of the newspaper are sometimes bad but who cares <laughs> yeah well um i speaking of the newspaper i thought it was um interesting what you said about the headline like walk, uh, when he passed walking around town like how surreal was that for you to see? Yeah, and I don't know, Bill, were you back then when... So they did a really big blown-up picture on the newspaper, and it just said, yeah. Dennis Yonka dead at 68. And I yeah. I mean, it was great that they did it, but that seemed like those words and being together in that Well, it way, seems like it's, it's, it's like, just like... That's not Bam, right. bam, bam, yeah. bam. And, I mean, can't, yeah. you, and you yeah. can't dress that up any better. Mm. I know. Well, and the whole, like... He's a person. That's kind of what his whole thing was: was making people people, real people. Yeah. But I mean, I guess but, that's, but that's how news how, writing goes. I guess goes. that's how you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's I can't imagine walking around town and then seeing grief is already weird. Yeah. It's already hard to lose anyone that you care about, but a parent, and then to just almost not forget, but it's just not something you expected to see. I'm sure we're yeah. thinking about. Yeah. yeah, and so just walking around and seeing it everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Town loses a favorite contributor. Yeah, <laughs> There's so yeah. many, so yeah. many different ways than, but yeah, dead at sixty-eight. Yeah, yeah. So I can't imagine how surreal it, that it was. And I guess I could have been kind of like disappointed by that, but I just knew how much everyone there really loved him. Oh, so right. Would, oh yeah. yeah. It and, wasn't like and then the it's National still Inquirer. weird for me mm. being in town that you know there's some people who you know just see the name and say, oh so you oh you're from the newspaper, right? Yeah. And I yeah. Say, I, no, that was my dad. <laughs> and there's some people who knew him who just see me and will kind of get confused and say, so, oh, good to see you, Dennis. Aww. And, uh, so I, I get that every now and then. And, and, you know, don't try to play it up too much or don't, I don't know. It's hard to react. I don't know how to react to that. But well, I just kind of try to play low key. They're still it, it writing. There's, me. they're still writing articles about him like, yeah, like, at, like a year yeah. after they wrote an well, article there, I yeah. thought there was one this year early this yeah, year that one was, this year yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah and it was talking about like um, still missing him basically yeah. like we <laughs> still miss our favorite wow. writer like, yeah. so I mean yeah. two, so, so they were really good to him yeah well and I I think it's just such an interesting aspect of y'all's story is that obviously you grieved in such a unique way because it was your father but you were grieving with an entire city. Yeah. Everyone. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in a way, like, that they still miss yeah. him. You know, like, their their grief is in no way, shape, or form the same as y'all's, but people were affected, it yeah. seems. Which is, you know, when I first started talking to you, it was basically, yeah, I dug my dad's grave. I was like, well, that's a great... That's a great story. Uh, that's a great story. I like that. It's going to be like five minutes long. Yes. <laughs> and then once I started like get, and it was funny because uh, Jen was actually, our neighbor Jen was actually the one that was like, yeah, did you know he was like some really good writer? And I was like, what? No, I had no idea. And she was like, yeah, Google him. Here's his name. And I was like, because you, well, you hadn't even told me his name yet. Yeah. And so that's when I started Googling him and I was like, holy shit. Like <laughs> he, he was really good and he's yeah. funny. I, oh my I let you. Oh, we read the forwarded email. Yes. Oh yeah. You got. You probably have to share that somewhere. <laughs> this. I'm gonna right. put it on the blog because yeah. it's so funny. So yeah. It and it doesn't seem like he had a lot of time on his hands. So I don't really know how he <laughs> did so much. <laughs> doesn't really. I think that just points to it doesn't take a lot of time. Yeah. 
to do like little things. Yeah, that's yeah. To make someone's day a little yeah. bit better. Yeah. Okay, so um Bill, do you have a favorite memory of your dad? Oh man. <laughs> I I don't know. There's like some so many things that are I wasn't actually there for that I I've heard about enough times <laughs> that sometimes qualify as a favorite memory. Like I heard stories about him walking a horse into the newsroom <laughs> the newspaper just because the horse was part of a story <laughs> and, pregnant. and just to like get a rise out of people um, <laughs> just a normal monday morning there's a horse but there's a- I think some of my best things were like you know i spent a lot of time with him going to uh stock car races because being a stock car racing announcer and kind of coming into that and he was one writing stories for the newspaper we just do these things together and we just have so many times when we kind of understood what each other were thinking. And um, we get such joy out of just goofy little stuff. And, um, you know, at the end of the night, they would, you know, sometimes they'd have too much food left over. And they'd put the leftover hamburgers on and, you know, pork chops and all those hot dogs on the top of the garbage. And... <laughs> <laughs> they weren't like in the garbage <laughs> so we think well they're just here for us we yeah. can take these right <laughs> the pork chop sandwiches were so good yeah. at the racetrack yeah they were good and we knew the guy who cooked them and my dad was friends with him he used to work at a restaurant with him years ago and so we would we'd try to find a pork chop that was on top of the garbage to eat on the way home oh my God. on the way home and I'm eating my pork chop and I'm like oh my goodness dad this is the pork chop I've ever eaten it's so tender it's, it's so wonderful tender. <laughs> and he bites into his yeah yeah these are hamburgers <laughs> these are not pork chops these are not pork chops at all but we had there were so many times where I felt like we were kind of like shit on a level that um, you know usually only like siblings are one of those nights when we were driving home separately from the racetrack we were um I was listening to the radio and there was like a topic on the big station in Chicago about why your parents told you. <laughs> oh, this is fun. I'm going to call in on this. And I, I'm, I'm waiting to call to talk on the air. And I, the, the person before me on the air is my own father. Oh, oh my God. God. also called in and shared a story. And I'm like, you won't believe this. The, your last caller was my dad. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't have set that up, and we did. Oh my but god, that's crazy! I don't know. I, I thank you both and all of you for letting Bob and I kind of talk about this. It's been oh pretty no, cool. Thank, thank yeah. you. Um, this is we really appreciate you guys coming on. Yeah. And- sharing your very unique story about a very unique person. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favorite memory, Bob? Um, I was gonna say something about when he came to africa like i could do i could i could tell just the thing that he thought that i was cool yeah you know like he could he kind of wanted to emulate certain things and i think my brother tries to do that too but um he came to africa in 2010 and when he died in 2016 he was still using the wallet that i had given him when he was in africa and so i took that wallet and i started well we made these wallets these are Zambian beer cartons that oh, we turned wow. into wallets. Wow. <laughs> so they were like old Nestle Quick containers, you know, that <laughs> yeah. they'd open up and yeah. Yeah. we cut off the bottom and then sew them together with a uh, 
A shopping bag. You should anyway. sell these. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've tried to sell these. But oh. anyway, I found this note in there. It was uh, he's still carrying around fifty billion dollars in his wallet from the time he was in in Africa. And like just thinking of that, like yeah. he obviously wanted to be reminded about that experience as that much so as much I wanted to be remind, to reminded about it. Yeah. And he probably wanted to take that out and show it to people and talk about the things that we were able to do. Yeah. Um, so well, he, bra- he was happy to brag about you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've got proof in my wallet. Let me yeah. go get it for you. That's amazing. <laughs> well, and so was it, was he there on Father's Day with you when he, because. No, I remember talking to him. I, oh, no. Oh, that Father's Day when he came. I think, yeah, he was in Zambia that Father's yeah. Day. Yeah. And yeah. he talked about your beautiful smile. Yeah. That was, yeah. So there's an article, which I don't, that. He wrote when he came to Zambia, which was going to run on Father's Day. That was mostly just about how much he enjoyed his children as adults. Yeah, and it was, and we have that. That's kind of a gift that we can go back and read on Father's Day. That's like, as long as that web, I, I've yeah. actually saved it. But, yeah, of course. <laughs> but you can always go online and find it, and yeah. it's just a really nice reminder of like somebody just putting their guard down and just talking about how they feel yeah because yeah. was he he wasn't a very like touchy-feely person wasn't really touchy-feely no. but but very good with words yeah you know, yeah like, yeah but, but i would say borderline awkward like in terms of like touchy-feely <laughs> like but he he was very very you know could could easily explain to you how he felt yeah yeah and and that was special so did y'all realize how i guess cool he was or how special or important he was um when yeah. you were younger, yeah, 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 that's good. <laughs> well, he was he would he would be like the host of the Easter Seals telethon, oh, and so wow. we'd see him on TV. Yeah, and we're like, okay, he's kind of yeah, it's kind of cool, kind of a big deal. This show Just is probably dad. not being played outside of Kankakee County, <laughs> but we didn't know that. Yeah, or, yeah, I don't know how far it was, but little things like that, like and and the fact that everybody knew him, we yeah. could see that as kids is like this is kind of a cool guy. Yeah, yeah. And did I just he, figured that's how it must be for everybody. I figured everybody knew everybody's dad like that. Yeah. <laughs> nah, not true. <laughs> I'm here to tell you that's not true. <laughs> or they might not know him, but not for such good reasons. Uh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is true. Yeah, so being from a small town can be good, or it can be bad. Hey, you can Google my dad, but his mugshot is going to come up. So have fun with that, guys. Several mugshots. So yeah, I think you guys definitely got the a good end of that deal. So, yeah, you guys win. You win. <laughs> you guys win in, in the some death. ways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sometimes I feel like um, there are, you know, like it's hard now. To, because he was always thinking about something that was going to happen in the future. There was some story that was about to be written. There was somebody he was going to talk to. There was something we were going to do. And I really feel like I have to gear myself up now without that around. Aww. Without, you know, like kind of have to get myself excited about the next thing that's going to happen. Yeah. Instead of like feeling the dread of the next thing I'm going to have to, to do that's uncomfortable. Yeah. So, yeah, and it and the Cubs are playing today, um, last game of the season against the Brewers. Or no, they're not playing against the Brewers, but they're tied. They have to win. Yeah. This would be like a day I'd be calling my dad Aww. to like to yeah. like get pumped up for this game. And, what time's the game? Uh, the game's at three thirty. But I would often call him because we. I know he'd be watching a game at home. I'm watching the same one here. Yeah. I call him. He say, "Oh, I'm not. I'm not watching it. Oh, let me turn it on." Well, I'd often just call him to turn on a game to watch the team lose watch the Cubs <laughs> or Bears yeah. you gotta turn this Bears game on and then you turn it on for the last two minutes they'd lose and yeah. you'd say oh well, I appreciate you it was your dad alerting me to that uh, 
So as siblings, do y'all ever do that sort of thing with each other? Like, this happened today, and I, I couldn't tell Dad, so... Oh, yeah. Or so, Bill will send me, like, here's yeah. a link that I would normally send Dad, but let me send it to you. <laughs> yeah. Now, share yeah. music. Wasn't music a oh, huge Oh, and thing? it's often, yeah. Bill and I are big into music. Yeah. Um, probably Bill more so than even me. But um, our dad gave us, I think, some of that. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I mentioned on the last show was just getting into the music that he thought was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, like, Talking Heads and... He he dressed up. Do you remember Talking Heads movie where yeah. David Byrne yeah. wore the really huge suit? Yeah. Oh no. Did your d- he wore the huge oh, suit because there was in, in town. Bill puts on a music festival called the Merchant Street Music Festival. Check it out. Check it out. Um, and that's every summer. Well, they had a Talking Heads cover band, and our dad really needed to introduce the oh, band. God. So before that, he wore the huge suit. Oh my god. Which I think like. A quarter of the people maybe got. <laughs> you know they didn't. They didn't. Get they it. had no idea. But he thought it was really cool, and we thought it was really cool. Can and I- it loses some of the effect when you're like, it was better for David Byrne because he was kind of a slight man. Yeah. <laughs> when you're kind of a big guy wearing a bigger suit, um, it just looks like. Oh, that's a suit that's a little bit too big for you. <laughs> you went too big and tall. There was somebody there like dancing with a um, a light. Like a big, um, a big lamp, a big lamp. Uh, that's one of the things David Byrne would do. So he really took a lot of joy in uh, in that. That's... I always think that um, you know one of the things he was great about was starting conversations, and he'll start. He would start a conversation with you exactly where you left it off before, without any like introduction or anything. That's you know, like so. If he saw me or saw somebody else <laughs> that he hadn't seen in a while. You would just start talking about what they talked about last time. Like, so, so I've been thinking. thinking. <laughs> <laughs> like, he thought that was totally normal. Um, the other thing was that he really, after a while, he would say one of his big pet peeves was when people said, Oh, let me tell you something right now. <laughs> Why don't you just tell me? <laughs> you could have saved that time and just gotten to what you wanted to say. <laughs> I love it. Um, Bob, you were telling me a story, and if you don't want it on the podcast, we'll edit it out, but about when you were, the day after you died and you were going on a run? Oh, yeah. So I also, Bill, yeah, so Bill and I are wired about the same. I went on a run from my mother-in-law's house to my dad's house. Uh-huh. And this song... Um, Welcome Home, Son by Radical Face came on. Do you know that song? Yeah. Bill, do you know that song? I'll, I'll look it up after this. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's a real. I always liked the song going in, and then, but that when I heard it come up on the run, it was like one of those moments where I was like, um, I just said it kind of messed me up. Like I don't yeah. think I want to do this. Yeah. But yeah. So. Um, but that's like you know. Yeah. Maybe the universe's weird way of sending you. And I've, um, I mentioned it the other day that I kind of need music, I think, to like, I think it draws that cope? kind of emotion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It just draws the emotion out. Like, you don't, without that song, that's just a normal run. Yeah. Uh, but with the song, there's like this new meaning to it. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. I mean, it's memorable. Um, so, so yeah, Bill and I are always shooting each other new music ideas. And So, speaking of music, um, if... I'm, I figure we should just go ahead and ask Bill the questions. Yes. Yeah, yeah, let's Because I know Bears game comes on at yeah, 1. And we've got to go watch the we Bears go. game. <laughs> but um, so, Bill, one thing we do with every episode when we have a guest is we kind of wrap it up with some questions. Okay. Um, 
so we asked Bob them yesterday, um, and we're going to ask you now, and Bob, if your answers have I changed. I can change my answers. You yeah. can change. Well, they're in stone. We've already yes. submitted them to yeah, them. Throw away that my mom has already, my mom has already etched them into a monument, <laughs> and yeah, we're, yeah, we're, so we've submitted them to yes, the national registry. So yeah. you're done. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Okay, well, it was nice to see you. <laughs> so, Bill, um, we call this one Death Jam. So, what would we like to say if your life was a movie? What song would play when the credits roll? Oh my goodness. Um. Huh. I would say, I would say, man, it's just probably just because we were just talking about it. Uh, uh, this must be the place, uh, Talking Head song. I don't know if you know that one. Yeah. But just kind of, my whole life has kind of been about the place where I live Aww. and thinking of, you know, working towards making it better and kind of that idea of this, this someone said, this is where we'll be. Aww. And like, you know, what? yeah, I think that one. What songs played at your dad's funeral? Now that I'm thinking about it, um, I, there were some songs. I didn't have much to do with the song of dad's funeral. They, I think there were some. Yeah, um, he. We had a bright side of the road by Van Morrison. Oh yeah! Oh, yeah, that's oh wow! Um, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. Oh, Bill, I can't remember the other. I mean, there. Yeah, I can't remember the other ones at the moment. It's okay. Grief is weird. Yeah. <laughs> You'll remember it like when you're 70. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll be like, oh yeah, that song. Um, so having lost your father, how has that helped you to help people going through the same thing? Like what's something you would do if your fr- if close friend of you, yours lost their father? Hmm. Um, I've kind of come to realize that it doesn't really matter as much. I always worried before my dad died about saying the right thing mm-hmm. or being, you know, having the right thing you know having the right thing to say or doing mm-hmm. it the right way and now i realize more and more so that that doesn't matter and that um just letting those people know that i'm thinking about them or going out of my way to say something to them that um it doesn't matter as much i don't worry about how i do it i just yeah. kind of just be genuine in the moment yeah i think that's great mm-hmm. yeah because nobody wants to hear and even if what you say comes out and it's the same old, same old, I'm so sorry for your loss, you can tell when someone means it. Someone's yeah. been there. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's different. It's different too in a, in a you know in a town like this where I think the people I talk to, who I've talked to in that situation, usually know that. Um, yeah. I lost my father. So. Sure. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. What's the third question? I always forget. Laura is usually the one who's like. Way more professional than me. So, what is it? This is a goat rodeo, and she's just hurting it. Is that what you say? Oh my gosh. You asked me how I thought I was going to die, and I didn't really want to answer that. Yeah, how do you think you're going to die? That is one of them. Or, Uh, how do I think I'm going to die? Yeah. Oh man. You know, it reminds me, I always think about like what my dad told me about how he was going to die. Oh, which was? It was, um, uh, Fast car, bad brakes, faulty seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> Big boner. Big, Big boner. boner. <laughs> Big boner, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's make you guys really uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, um, do you have a funeral plan? Oh, yeah. yeah. That would be do right. Do I have a funeral plan for, for me? Yeah. Uh, 
Other than your brother digging your grave. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would hope that if he could, he would. <laughs> I don't know if we'd have any connections to the cemetery at that point. Um, and I, I don't know. I just kind of think about um, wanting... It's pro- and I know it's a total popular thing now to want to have more of a celebration of life sort of thing. Yeah. But man, I hope that um, there are enough people around who kind of understood that, hey, man, let's not uh, dwell on this too much. Yeah. So, yeah. So have a party. Yeah. Knights of Columbus? Yeah. Knights <laughs> of Columbus. And I, I would hope somebody would take whatever money they gave to something and redo that floor in the basement because <laughs> the ball's not going to bounce there. Pretty soon. <laughs> Just in, so. in your in your obit, it'll say, in, in lieu of flowers, please fix please the floor. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, really? Well, they could probably rename that gym. That would be so amazing at the end of, I mean, you know, you've gone through the obituary. It says, in lieu of flowers, please donate money to the Knights of Columbus. They really need a new floor in their basement. I mean, come on. That would be so amazing. Now we have it on record. The Knights of Columbus is a really nice place. They put a lot of money into a lot of different aspects of the building. It's just the basement floor. And it really sticks in your crawl. It's all that basketball playing down there. You know? Um, So what's one thing you want to do before you die? And this can be like a bucket list item or it could be like you get a phone call that says you have three months to live. What would you do? Oh, man. In just one thing, you can. I mean, there's no rules can, here, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you can do, a million. Um, <laughs> What's your make I, a wish? <laughs> I, I would do a whole bunch of stupid things. Good, um, but I, I think I would um, do probably what I should be doing now. Not, not, not talking to you, but uh, <laughs> thanks a just, lot. <laughs> just spending every minute and thinking about all the the. Um, the people I want to talk to and jokes I want to make and inappropriate <laughs> things I want to say and go and say them, I'd probably take out a giant loan for a race car. Go oh, follow. Yeah. I'd probably um, see bands that I've already seen a bunch of times and go see them again. You and, have them come uh, play at your house. So yeah. those are the things I would do. But I'll, I would try to like, you know, bring whoever wanted to go with me. Let's yeah. do this. Make memories. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just want to stop biting my fingernails. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's your goal. That's yeah. your bucket list. Yeah. We that gotta would be work. One thing to do we gotta work on your like. Days, just yeah. To say that you gave up. Finally. Well, they're still going to grow after you die, so that's the bad news. Nicely, though. Not Yeah, that's true. Perfectly. They won't be all chipped and gross. <laughs> yeah, we really got to work on your expectations of life, Bob. Okay. We'll talk about that yeah. on another episode. <laughs> he's, he's living it to his fullest, but I think there's potential for more. Yeah. Bubbling I mean, with the, potential. There's, the, there's nothing wrong with the simple pleasures, you know, in living life simply, but yeah. Yeah. We, we, we could get some more out of this. We can improve <laughs> upon that, I think. We'll work on that. That'll be on the next episode with Bob Bianca. <laughs> Is there anything else you guys want to share with us? Um, or the listeners, I guess. Bill's probably got <laughs> handles. What's that? I just want to say go Cubs today. Go Cubs. Yeah, go Cubs go today. And, you know, I think if there's anything that I learned from my dad, it was okay to walk into a group of people you didn't know. And if one dude has long hair, it's okay to mention, has everyone here met Meatloaf? <laughs> <laughs> and then just walk, just walk away. <laughs> oh my 
my god now without fear of being punched yeah without- you gotta walk away fast <laughs> yeah sometimes yeah i guess that's the advantage of being a bigger guy right yeah you know, they're, they're gonna be like what the fuck yeah now i'm not gonna be able to get bad out of hell out of my head <laughs> so thank you bill yeah thank you too this has been a lot of fun yeah. thank you guys so yeah, much thanks. yes um, we really appreciate it yeah you guys have been awesome i feel like i feel like bob and i need to know i need to know all about you guys because now i've just you've just done all this great like <laughs> listen to the podcast out of <laughs> well oh yeah talk we want to come on your show <laughs> oh, you see that that would be that's that's a lot of fun you could come on my show yeah, sometime and, and um i'll censor myself because like on my show now because it's a uh, country format you'd probably we'd have uh, a couple minutes between a song where luke bryan is talking about drinking nice. and uh blake shelton's talking about drinking um <laughs> you guys can talk about drinking I'll talk about drinking i'll make sure to be hung over <laughs> oh, it's like, it's gonna be it's on from five to eight. Oh, here. I'll be hungover. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> you, she won't have gone to bed yet. Luke Bryan uh, went to high school with my sister. He's on the 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 post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, Flint River was we lived. There's a song where he sings uh, Buck Island Road, and that w- ran right next to where I grew up on a goat farm. So. <laughs> Where's this? In Albany. Well, it was Lee County, Georgia, um, Leesburg, okay. but it's right next to Albany, Georgia. Southwest, nice. yeah, Southwest, yeah, a lot of um. We can hang with the country. We can't. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's real country right now. <laughs> real country right now. We can yeah. do that. That's for sure. Listen, I always say that I am the love child. Well, actually, Laura says this: the love child of Dolly Parton and RuPaul. Yep. Oh. That is, that's who I am. That was my analogy for her. It's like yeah. you're like the love child of Dolly Parton and RuPaul, <laughs> and it's the most accurate description of myself I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> so it was the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> but yeah, we'd love to be on your morning show. Do you have like Instagram or uh, Twitter you want to share? Um. Yeah. Well, really, um, at Kankakee Bill, I guess is my um, Instagram, and oh, of course, I have an Instagram for the. Uh, 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 my radio show X. Um, oh goodness! Well, WXNU morning show, I think. Okay. It, it just pops up. I don't have to look it up. Yeah. And then I have a, a whole Instagram dedicated to diagonal siding and yucca plants. Oh. If you huh? want to check that out, diagonal siding and yuccas. Okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, hey, Bill. Do you do you want to talk about Moon Cookie real quick? For do they uh, sell your stuff? Yeah, How they do- sell my stuff. That's a great. I, I heard about you talking about the clothing. The great thing I try to do with my art is that I just sell it all through a store in Kankakee, and so I don't I don't touch any money. And so when friends want something, they oh yeah, go to the store. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There you go. You said friends, not brothers. Yeah. When brothers yeah. brothers still go straight <laughs> to the store. Send them all the stuff for free. Yeah. <laughs> send them all of it for free. Um, real quick, can you sp- I for our listeners spell Kankakee Bill Kankakee because K A N K-A-K-E-E. There we go. Yeah. And then B-I-L-L, guys. So yeah. give him a follow. <laughs> Please figure that one out. For Share his Instagram. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't really think about that when I was making the Instagram. I should have made it more my name more prominent. Nah, you're good. Yeah. People will find you. <laughs> well, you guys have been awesome, and yes, I really, 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 really thank it. you. We're uh, super appreciative that you came on and shared a little more about Dennis. So, yeah. yeah. Anything I hope else you, you want to say? Out of this. Oh, oh, please! It's this will. I think yeah. barely any editing. Yeah. Put the song in. <laughs> Set let it, it off. Let it roll. Let it rip. <laughs> anyway, so so I guess to wrap things up, we'll say 
live your life a little more like Dennis because it all ends in a funeral. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Funeral Stories is produced by Seth and Molino, and music is by John Pope. Check out our website and blog by going to www.funeralstories.com. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Funeral Stories and on Instagram at Funeral underscore Stories. Donate to our cause on Patreon to unlock subscriber rewards. And please don't forget to send your funeral stories to funeralstoriespodcast at gmail.com or hello at funeralstories.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple iTunes and listen on your preferred podcasting service. Thanks, guys. Bye.